Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Welcome back, everybody, to the Be Different podcast, having real conversations about people being different and inviting you into our living room. Did I just repeat the intro? You did. There you go. You heard it twice. (laughs) How was your week? Week's been great. It snowed. You got more snow. More snow here in Kansas City. Um, I don't know. How was your week? I'm going to throw that question back to you. It snowed. (laughs) And you're grumpy. (laughs) We had just, we had snow, what, two weeks ago? And it disrupted my running a little bit. And then it melted. It was perfect. It finally melted. And then it snowed again. So I'm back in the grump zone. (laughs) Actually, I ran, ran today. It was somewhat melted, not too sloppy, uh, but sidewalks are not melted. So I'm very confined to a certain area. I feel like a caged lion. But at least you're getting your miles in outside. You did not run outside. No, I ran inside today. But we did run together uh, last week Mm -hmm. towards the end of the week because we we knew the snowstorm was coming. We looked ahead. Yeah. We were smart. We we were prepared. Well, I'll tell you, when when you're married to a weather woman... (laughs) You get everything. That's what I'm, who I'm it, married that to. That is the farm girl in me. Yeah, you missed your calling. You you could have been a meteorologist. I could have. Still have, you still have time. No. You got like half your career left. Go for it. No. No, I'm, I'm good. You're good. Okay. I'm good. Uh, so yeah, you, you let me know that it was going to snow in freezing rain and all that wonderful, all those wonderful things Friday night into Saturday morning. And so we made the decision to do our long run on Friday. So I went out on my own for a while, did a run, met up with you, and then we ran together. Yeah, and it was fun. We had great conversation. And I'm I'm telling you, if if you're listening to this and you're like, man, like there is no way I could run with my spouse. We make it fun. There are times that I I apologize a lot, right, Bray? I say, I'm sorry, I'm so slow. I'm sorry, I'm so slow. But you don't have to run to have that shoulder-to-shoulder time with your spouse. I think that that's very important to know that, um, Brian, I know that you love running. You love running way more than I love running. I do. Um, I thought you were going to say way more than I love you. <laughs> well. <laughs> Don't pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I, I enjoy running with you because I know how much you enjoy running but you are also running because you are you have a race on the schedule yes you have not announced that no so announce that to the world so keep you accountable i think we might have mentioned it we might have you have a a half marathon coming up in march about 60 days out maybe a little bit less i don't even know the date uh (laughs) that will be your first race since first half marathon since like right when COVID started yeah my my last race was March of twenty. March of yeah, twenty twenty. The exact same race. So I'm doing the exact same race, and well, I'm a little nervous. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be great. Uh, but back to back to running. It it was fun. And 
some of you are thinking, oh, I could never run with my spouse. She runs, I run, or he runs, I run. Try running together. It actually is very enjoyable. And, he, and here, last week I got in trouble. Was it last week I talked about Christmas lights? We talked about Christmas lights, take them down. It's yeah. past Christmas. Yeah, yeah we, got yelled, we got yelled at. We, we had somebody send us a text message and say that we were wrong and that Merry Christmas, bah humbug. And uh, they were a little defensive. They said their tree is still up, lights are still on. Everything we said not to do, they are still doing. Hey, you know what? It, this world is full of all sorts of so people. So I'm going to get myself in trouble again this week. And if you are a runner and you run, you have running partners, running buddies, you run with a group, and you guys, and you guys or gals run with headphones in, take them out. If you're running in a group. Yes. Okay. Not If you're running by yourself, go for it. I listen to music all the time. But if you are running with someone... Take out your headphones, your ear pods. <laughs> so you're telling me if I would have ran with my AirPods in on Friday. Did I say AirPods? AirPods. I meant AirPods. AirPods. Yeah. If if I were to put my AirPods in on Friday, you would have been a little bit. Yeah, because we were out there to be together, community. Why would you run with a distraction in your ears if you are running with someone? I figured you'd want to run with that. Uh, your earphones on your earphones because they're big <laughs> what do you call them yeah i run with cordless earphones earphones yeah. i don't know headphones, headphones. Cord- there we go headphones headphones they go yeah Ear- over the, over the ear over the ear headphones is what i run with. i mean they're not the 80s style stop no i can't <laughs> run we've tried we've, we've we've talked about this off the air before yes but I, anyways I cannot, if i ran with airpods they would fall out within Two Ten, seconds. Yeah, two seconds. Ten seconds. They just don't fit in my ear. Anyways, we spent quality time together, um, husband and wife, shoulder to shoulder. Take your pods out. You listen. Did I say ear pods again. Take your <laughs> AirPods out. You listen to me complain. I mean, it was it was great. Did did I complain half of the time? It, the hardest part was the last what three miles were all kind of uphill. No, the, no, 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 two no, miles. No, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. There's a point for. Four tenths of a mile that's uphill. Be- at mile five and a half to mile six is uphill. And you don't like that part. And then it's downhill for like a mile but and a half. But for the listeners, did you guys hear that? What, what mile five and a half to mile six? I mean, yeah. so that's a long time. My legs were tired. I agree. But we we got through it. We made it. We got it. We, we, we did it. it. We made it. All right. There's your update. Uh, oh, another update. Did not give this an update last week. Uh, we talked about a few weeks ago things to stop doing and things to start doing. And hopefully a lot of you have began to, to do things that you have been wanting to begin or start for a long time. And hopefully you are still doing those things because we are three weeks into the, into the new year. And I'm not sure of the exact statistics, but, you know, We're re- kind of at re- that research time. tells us that, yeah, the, the time for habits either make or break it right now. This is the week. It's important week. Three so weeks. So we're here to tell you. Keep going. Keep going. Keep you going. got this. I will tell you, my phone has been put to sleep every night. Do you tuck it in? I don't. I turn it upside down, though. I don't know why I do that. The room's in the, other, the phone's in the other room. I put the, my phone, charge it in the other room, and I don't pick it up in the morning at least half an hour. Many mornings, it's an hour. And uh, I, I'm enjoying that. It's been great. How's your reading going? My reading is going well. We finished a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... A little bit of cheating. We we began it last year, so we finished it up. But I am I've got a real thick one right now going. It's I counted my pages today, and I count how many days are left in the month. I'm I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> got some work to do, but I'm going for it. It's a book about endurance and running, and not just running, but and en- en- uh, it's called Endure, Endure, Endure. 
how do you how would you pronounce that endure sounds very fancy endure? i'd say endure and you just said endure en- endure endure <laughs> endurance endure endure is what it's called endure that's a weird word it endure. is yeah, endure sounds better <laughs> sounds, fa- sounds, it sounds fancy sounds sounds very fancy uh, but it's about endurance and uh it's, it's really interesting about the mind over matter and what your body is the limitations that your body has and a lot of time it's because of your mind and i so I've been enjoying that. So I'll give a book report. <laughs> give a book report after January. You're like, you're shaking your head at me. You are drinking a warm drink right now. Where we yes. record the podcast, you claim it's very cold. It's freezing. I I think it's perfect. I, I think this. I think we should do a podcast on temperature control. Temperature control between husband and wife. I uh, really do because I, we can't be the only marriage. I think every marriage is that way. Yeah. I I don't. I have not met in our six years of doing marriage ministry we have not met a couple where the husband gets cold and the wife gets hot no have we no i don't think so i don't think we have either uh there'll be Uh, but we have some good friends we have some good friends that the husband is always cold i don't know who that is i'm Mm. not gonna say their name on the air no can't you gonna write it down for me he always has a cup of coffee in his hand at church oh yeah that doesn't count (laughs) that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> he's always cold and she's... Always cold. Just They're just cold-hearted, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, they are not. Do they, do, they, do they have Christmas lights still up, too? Is <laughs> yes, that, that is seems that the like the couple? family that would have the Christmas lights up. Yeah. It's too cold to take them down. <laughs> That's probably the problem. All right, let's, let's move on. Sure, we're going to get a more text this week um, because people are going to be upset with me for saying... To t- for telling them to take out their headphones, yeah, earphones, iPods, <laughs> iPods. <laughs> oh boy, we're going way back. Uh, AirPods. AirPods. There. You AirPods. Go. Remember iPods? Oh, talk, I do remember. Talk iPods. about that in our intro. I think like our our trailer to the podcast. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to go? Let's go. What are we talking about? It's your topic. <laughs> <laughs> This is how we do the podcast. We just go t- get 10 minutes in and then say... Just grab one of those questions out of there and we can go for That's it. our cup of questions cup of questions. I know, but wouldn't it be fun for to For guests. And we've only had two guests, so we don't get to use our <laughs> cup of questions very often. We will prove to our audience that we still have the cup of questions. Hold on. See, that's the cup. Questions are shaking up in there. You may grab one and ask you the question. Yeah, let's do it. No. Let's oh, those are for the guest. On. Now I'm waiting for the next guest. All right. Today, we, we are going to talk about uh, the reality that the spiritual battle is real. Mm. And here's the thing that I, I think it's a it's an interesting topic for many reasons, but it, it would be interesting to talk to somebody who has no faith. And if you ask them, why do, why do bad things happen or why do people get angry or why do, me, why do people make poor decisions? And what their answer would be. Hmm. I was thinking about this prior to giving my life to Jesus and and making poor decisions. You still know you're making poor decisions. Yeah. But the reasoning behind it is just, I think it's just, that's just the way it is. Like, I literally think that's the answer. That's just the way it is. But as as followers of Christ, we have to acknowledge that there is a enemy that's battling for our decisions and our soul ultimately Ultimately our soul 
but we say it all the time for those that have crossed the line of faith he's still battling for your decisions because if he can wreck your life on earth your salvation may be secure but he's trying to destroy you now yeah and we have to acknowledge that's a real thing if we're, if we're going to acknowledge jesus is a real thing and salvation is a real thing and that faith is a real thing we have to acknowledge the other side and i think when we acknowledge the other side it gives us hope that there's somebody battling for us yeah because battling alone is very very exhausting I get very frustrated, Brian, when <clears throat> I, I feel like I'm going through a spiritual battle and, you know, it's like, I feel like, not that I have life figured out, but man, I'm, I'm trying to do everything right. And it just feels like Satan is just, you know, throwing one punch after another, after another. And I have to remember that, like, that is what he is here for. And, you know, we have some good friends and her hashtag is kick Satan in the teeth, right? Meaning he get behind me. You don't have any room, you know, with me or before me. Yeah. I, I would say that's his motive. Not, not why, what he's here for. I like think, his purpose. Like, I think his purpose is well, here to right. destroy lives. For his purpose. His but purpose. Not, like, not, not, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. what his purpose is. Yeah. Um, but I'm all also reminded that um, there's people, friends, community to help walk through these spiritual battles. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm often, I go back to some dark times in my life and I want to be alone. I don't want people to know what's going on. I don't... Um, you know, I'll say, I don't need friends. I, I just need to shut down and, um, kind of live within my, my, my walls of, of myself. Um, and, and that's where Satan wants us is alone because then the battle is between me and him right. at that time. And so I know we've talked well, the battles over at that point. At that point yeah. He's winning. Um, and we talk about it a lot about community and the important and the importance of being in community. And Brian, I think about a lot of times the spiritual battles that you and I face, we're sharing those things and we, we've got each other's back in, and ultimately we're going back to scripture to help us fight this battle. The last few weeks we've been reading through Genesis and, uh, you know, for reading the reading scripture together has always been powerful for us, Shayla. It actually is what restored our marriage together. So for me, when we do that, it always brings me back to the strength that, that the word gave us from the beginning. And so we, as we went back, as we've been going back through Genesis this last couple of weeks, when you think about the Bible, there are two chapters, but there's no darkness. Mm -hmm. Genesis one, in Genesis, Genesis 2. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the rest of all of this Bible talks about the battle that's, the battle. Going, that's yeah. going back and forth. And it begins in Genesis 3, chapter 1. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? So the enemy, from the beginning, was trying to trick Eve. Did God really say that? putting doubt in her mind 
Did did God really say one more drink is going to hurt anything? Did God really say talking to that coworker outside of work was really going to hurt anything? Did God really say stealing that money out of the cash register at work was was really going to hurt anything? I mean that that's it boils down to that statement. Mm-hmm. Putting doubt in Eve's mind. Did God really say you shouldn't do that? What would have happened? The fall. She fell for it. They ate the fruit. Yeah. And if we have to acknowledge the fact that that battle's still happening today with almost every decision we make, almost every decision. And how many decisions do we make a day? So many. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And so we have to acknowledge the fact that there is a spiritual battle going on. And when we acknowledge it, that's a, I think acknowledging it is like turning on the light. We had a podcast way back at the beginning called Turn on the Light. And the enemy hates the light. And when you have light, it's the absence of dark. And so when we can turn on the light by acknowledging the fact that there is a battle going on and go to Jesus for our strength, that's what the enemy hates to he hates when we do that because God prevailed from the beginning yeah God sent Jesus to crush the head of the serpent tells us that in Genesis as well but when we acknowledge the fact that there's a battle going on that's when we can start to get the upper hand and Brian sometimes I think we don't even know we're in that spiritual battle you know I think we We've, well, it's so dark. We, we don't. We, yeah. we don't know. We've already made the decision to, you know, turn our back against God. And it's it's just a spiral from there. And and I think some people feel like they are too far gone in this spiritual battle. And and if you're listening and you're like, man, this this is me. Like I have done so many wrongs in my life and not very many rights. And again, it's not about right or wrong. Um, like invite Jesus into this because that is going to be what ultimately gets you out of, of this fight with the enemy. And, you know, the enemy can ruin, you know, your thoughts. The enemy can ruin, you know, the enemy can even put words in your mouth that are so hurtful and hateful that when you, you know, you speak those words to your spouse or to your kids, that you're, you're just causing more and more damage, but that damage can be repaired. And I think we forget that when we're in a spiritual battle, that it's, it's hard to acknowledge the spiritual battle, like you said, Brian, but I think then you kind of have to face what, what has happened and what you have done and start repairing, um, I want to say the damage that has been caused. Shailen, Genesis on chapter four talks about Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve's offspring. So Cain was born first. Mm -hmm. Cain was the oldest and then Abel. And they both brought offerings to the Lord. And here's the thing. Cain brought some of his fruits Abel 
brought fat portions from the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look on with favor. So we don't know what Cain's motive was and why the Lord did not look on favor, but he, he got angry. Mm-hmm. And what happened after he got angry? Killed his brother. He killed Abel. And the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Hmm. Sin is crouching at his door. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. The Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? He ignored the problem, like you just said. Yep. He didn't acknowledge what had happened, and he, he, he ignored it, and in essence, he was trying to hide what happened. Such a great reminder that when we don't acknowledge the spiritual battle, sin is crouching right at the door. And to me, that's scary. I mean, it sounds scary. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, well, think about, yeah, I when, wouldn't want that. When you, <laughs> yeah, when you think somebody's outside your door, your bedroom <laughs> door, your hotel room door, your front door at your house, when you think you hear something outside, yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah. Hey, what was that? Who's somebody's here? And you you look out the peephole or out the window, and and nobody's there, but you're convinced somebody's yeah. there. And I mean, the idea of that sin is crouching outside our door, it is terrifying. Yeah. But there's hope in that too. It also reminds me that like every time we leave, whether it's our our bedroom, our house, you know, our work, that that sin is there, waiting. But we, we have to be suited up, right, for, for this battle and making sure that, um, you know, everything that we do, you know, kind of is through the filter of, of Jesus. In Second Timothy, Shayla, uh, we were talking about this, this passage before we hit record. Uh, second, or th- second Timothy 1, 6 and 7 For this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I love that in in, in verse 6. For this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame. Think about when you were were outside with the with a fire pit and the, and the flame starts to go out, what do we do? We fan it. We fan it. We add, we add more to it. We, we want to grow the fire. Such a great reminder that if we don't fan the flame, we just become, it, it, the fire goes out. And for a lot of us, most of us who follow Christ, life is kind of like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's up and down. It's, it's, it's not always, the, the flame isn't always burning bright. And I think that's the spiritual battle. The enemy wants us to get distracted. He wants us to get frustrated. He wants us to feel alone and not worthy and no purpose. And, you know, the scripture's telling us, fan that flame. Fan that flame. Because when you do, the Spirit of God does not make us timid, but he gives us power, love, and self-discipline. That's what I want to go to battle with. Yeah. 
got to fan the flame. And, and how do we do that? I think one way is, like you said, get in community, invite people, others into it, accountability, get involved with your church, serve, have conversations with your spouse, get in God's word. There's, there's just so many things that when we, when we get into a routine of doing, it just eliminates that spiritual battle. It doesn't eliminate it, but it, it fights off the enemy where we can go to the battle every single day. I don't know. Sin's crouching at the door. We got to do something to take care of it. And we have to be ready. Got to be ready. Yeah. And if you're not ready, what are you going to do to be ready? Because the reality is the battle's not going away. No. We can't just hide, run and hide. And again, you have to think, you know, <laughs> Satan was so crafty at the very, very beginning, right? He, he came as a serpent. With a question. Yeah. And, and a simple question, right? Yeah. And, and maybe that question for you, you're like, am I worthy of anything? Am I, am I a good mom? Mm-hmm. Am I a good wife? Am I a good leader of the family? And, yeah. I mean, you start to open that door, right? Satan's already hiding crouching, there, right crouching. There. And we open that door just a little bit and he just busts straight through that door. And then our mind is just flooded with the doubt and and that scripture says that is not how God intends us to live life with right. him and so I, I love that Brian how we have to we have to fan that flame we have to be ready um, and and be on guard I think we don't know the next crafty move that Satan has but as long as we know that we are, you know, in scripture, in prayer with the Lord, in community with your spouse or your kids, with your community group, you're not allowing that little crack for Satan to come and kick down the door. You're putting that uh, extra layer of weather stripper on that, on that door to keep that, keep that little crack from becoming a wider opening. Yeah. And I love how you just shared that, that you know, ways that we can really fight off the enemy. And, and, and again, going back to what we said, acknowledging the fact that there's a spiritual battle, fanning the flame of the Holy Spirit to give us strength, to give us self-discipline, to fight off the spiritual battle, and then help others in, it, in that as well. Help others fight their spiritual battle. Uh, if you're in a, in a position that, that your faith is really strong, who in your circle need, need, they need you to go to battle for them? And uh, be on the lookout to help them in their own spiritual battle. Because we got to do this together. It's hard to do it alone. Got to do it together. Sin is crouching at the door. That's your, your thought for the week. And what are we going to do about it? And because uh, we can't catch it on the cameras. Not going to mm-hmm. see it on that, on, that, on that ring doorbell. But he's crouching at your door waiting to attack you, your family. And destroy everything in, in, in its way. Because that's what the enemy wants to do. But Jesus is there to give us strength, hope and healing and all we have to do is hang on to him and he will provide all that we need to fight off that spiritual battle that is constantly in front of us Shayla that uh, that wraps up this week we'll be back next week we're heading towards the finish line of season five two more episodes to go and then uh, we'll take a break here in a few weeks um, but thank you so much for being part of our community if you have not hit that subscribe button yet please do leave us that review Uh, That helps out a great deal. I'll be back next Tuesday for a new episode. 
in this week, your last reminder, acknowledge the spiritual battle, fan the flame, and be different. <laughs>